0: Welcome to the High Energy Ballers Podcast with Eric DeJohn, designed to inspire, motivate, and take your game and life to the next level. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. And as always, bring the energy.
1: Welcome to another episode of High Energy Ballers. Today I've got a guest named Paulie Long. Paulie, what's happening, my brother?
0: What's up, my man? How are we doing?
1: Dude, it's another day, another dollar here in the uh sunshine state.
0: You know, is that where you're at. Nice. Absolutely. You and you just came from Miami, right? You said you were here this weekend. Oh, well, uh, so you're is that where you're at? Is that you're I'm now, in Tampa. You're in Tampa? I was yeah. supposed to be in Miami this weekend. My God, did you see what happened on my story? No. I didn't, I didn't make it. I didn't make no. it. Oh yeah, no, you you missed the whole show, man. I mean, <laughs> your viewers, your your listeners will have something funny to start the show off. But essentially, I got to the airport for an eight thirty a.m. flight. Got there at like seven. Probably walked in at like seven thirty with an hour to go, which is, I mean, I I never checked bags, so it's plenty of time for me. Right. And um, I uh, my my boarding pass wasn't printing off, so I go over to customer service and I wait in line. Took another, you know, 10, 15 minutes. By the time I get there, it's like 745. They're looking at it. They can't pull it up. And then she finally sees something and she goes, I need to go get a supervisor. I said, all right. So now, you know, supervisor comes over by the time. By that time, it's like 750, almost eight o'clock. And then she comes and tells me that there's a mark on my account with American Airlines, okay? And uh, I am, I was I was temporarily banned from American Airlines wow. from my, from when I was in L.A., a couple of weeks ago, I came when I came home. It was November seventh, so it was uh, like a week ago. Uh, November seventh was my flight back to Philadelphia from from LA, and there was a few times where my mask was like down below my nose, and at one point, like. like Like yeah, because like I have like facial hair, but it always like slides down. I got a big head too, so doesn't doesn't really like fit that well, and uh, so it always slides down below my nose. And I just I sometimes I'm reading or I meditate on planes, and I and I you know I I read and I do work on my laptop, and if I drink water, you know I pull it down. Sometimes it's it makes it halfway back up. I don't know, whatever. Um, And uh, yeah, they asked me a few times, and I you know perfectly say yeah. Every time they asked me, I pulled it back up. Whatever it is, what it is. And, um, someone, someone, I guess they took it to like their headquarters or whatever. And they, and they, they, they canceled my flight without even telling me. Uh, So I show up to the airport ready to go. And they tell me I can't get on the plane and I'm banned from the airlines temporarily until further investigation.
1: So
0: then I had to go home and call. And I call and I get through to them and I spoke to this lady who was awesome because I was pissed at the airport. I freaked out, right? i right? you kidding me. Like, so you guys are going to let me book the flight, show up, and then tell me that I can't yeah, get on? <laughs> you know, and pay, accent, pay for accent. it too, right? right. And, um, and uh, so I talked to the lady on the phone and, and she said that uh, they put an, another note on my account that day, that morning, saying that they only didn't let me on because I showed up late. And oh. they said I showed up at 8 o'clock. So now, now I got the airlines people lying. Right. And, and the note prior said that I was refusing to comply when asked to put my mask on. So as if they asked me to put my mask on and, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. You you know? Yeah. Like the whole thing, like I got scammed, dude. It's it's insane. And so, uh, so I put in a request for like a, for like a, you know, like i sent them a message or an email or whatever and they sent it back and i I am actually banned from american airlines until the mask rule is no longer a thing how crazy is that i'm laughing about it now because like what am i gonna do yeah i was pissed man oh yeah i was pissed too
1: dude that's just the fact that they didn't even tell you right like i I had
0: no documentation i had no email i had no phone call they just said nope screw this guy. He's yeah. not getting back on our planes. We're not going to tell him anything until he shows up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's uh, crazy. I wonder if I'm banned from
1: uh, – I forget where. I, fl- I flew to Texas in September, but I didn't really wear the – I mean, I pulled a mask down like drink water and shit, right? I mean, and
0: no, like, you, you know, reading, you read and you naturally
1: don't have the mask. I wonder if I'm banned. I'm, I might be. There might be – ch- but nobody said shit, really. But they're,
0: they're uh, What they're doing is they're blacklisting people, Yeah, If it, you don't wear it. I might be, I'm probably blacklisted done, because I don't wear the shit either. <laughs> it's just American Airlines. So, you know, yeah. I can still fly, whatever, you know, Spirit, Frontier, I just Delta, I just got to figure out, <laughs> you know, it just sucks <laughs> that American Airlines is like the hub of all flights and, Right. I'm, in, I'm in America and I can't even fly American Airlines now.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing that there's like ten other airlines, right? It's kind of like yeah. uh, when one plan fails, you just you know figure.
0: Yeah. Out. Well, you know what I said. I I said uh, I said it's time for me to level up and and start flying private now. You know that's that's yeah, a yeah. sign. <laughs> I just got yeah, to like, no work rules harder. Rules on a private jet. No, not <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. anyway, man. So that was shit. That was my uh, that was my Friday. It's pretty pretty interesting, but yeah. So you're out in Vegas. Is that where no, you're No, at? no, no, Philly, Philly, Philly. Oh, you're out. in Philly. Okay, I'm right. I'm right outside Philly. Yeah, I'm actually. <laughs> I'm actually at my family's house right now. My, I could I can. We can talk about my my year and everything, which I'm sure we'll get into yeah, at yeah. some point in this podcast. But uh, yeah, I came back home um, about a month and a half ago to see my family because I hadn't seen them since January. So I've been mm-hmm. hanging out here for a bit and just mm-hmm. taking you know small trips. Like I, I did go to Miami a few weeks ago and yeah. um, New York and L.A. and Oh, no. just kind of bounce it back and forth. So I'm, I'm, okay. I'm getting ready to head overseas for a little while again. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm here now to see my family before I, before I head out again.
1: Nice, man. And so you're the, you're the CEO of Mindset. Talk a little bit about that. What's, what is Mindset?
0: Yeah. Um, so Mindset, M-I-N-E-S-E-T is, is my movement that I started. Um, the idea came about, um, about a year ago, about a year ago now, literally, almost, probably like year to date. Um, And it was because, excuse me, um, the, the, the backstory of, of me essentially the last year and a half was, uh, I used to work for LA fitness, the gym chain for like four years. Mm -hmm. I finally got myself out of there. March of 2019 last year, joined a real estate team for a few months. Hated that was looking at stuff on Instagram and networking with people and started Mm -hmm. trying a bunch of different businesses, e-com shopify, forex trading, wholesale, real estate, you know, Airbnb, like network marketing, MLM, like all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. And, um, i I paid for a couple mentorships from some guys out in Arizona that I'd never met in person. And I just talked to them online. And then one of them offered to fly me out to Scottsdale. And so I went, I flew out to Scottsdale last July, last year. And uh, it was crazy. Like I just did it on whim. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I showed up and I just bought a one way and I, I slept on this kid's couch. I was, I was broke. I'm 27 years old, sleeping on a, on a kid's couch. <laughs> it just made no sense. And, uh, and uh, I met a bunch of people out there and saw some opportunities and I said, screw it. So I went back home a couple of weeks later and um, packed up my shit. And uh, a week after I got home, I, I, which was by now, it was like mid-August last year, mm-hmm. um, I packed up my shit in my car and I drove across the country from Philly to Scottsdale, Arizona. It took me three days to get there nonstop. And, um, I, uh, I started, started my journey, man, started my entrepreneurship journey and I had like no money, no income, no job, no nothing. Um, just a freaking hope and a dream, you know? And I, I just, I just had the will to will to work and do whatever it took to, to not have to go back to a job and, and go back home and just, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so I started, I started doing, uh, stuff with Instagram, social media marketing, found a found a gap in there that I could, I could squeeze myself into and and make some money off of. And so I did um, for the time being just to hold myself over. And then I got kind of introduced into the credit world and started learning a lot about credit and how to leverage 0% APR to, you know, especially when you're a, a new entrepreneur and you don't have good funds coming in, but you're able to you know, leverage the bank's money without having to rack up interest and pay it back right away so that you can invest in yourself and grow and learn and get into businesses that can pay you back. And so I essentially did that and started traveling a little bit, went to LA, went to Vegas, went to Mexico, saw the world a little bit, perspective started growing. And then uh, my buddy and I at the time um, in Arizona, we booked a trip to Bali, Bali, Indonesia, Yeah. and I thought I was going to live in Arizona for, uh, for, for, for the long run. And so when we did that, I was like, well, I, you know, if I'm going to Bali and I, I was just Airbnb and I didn't like rent out of place or anything, I was just Airbnb in month to month. So I didn't have anywhere to leave my stuff. So I packed up my car again in December last year, drove home across the country for a second time in four months back to Philly, um, surprised my family, saw them, you know, over the holidays. And then we, we, we bounced, man. We went to Bali and um, Bali changed my life. I went there. I uh I I my whole thing changed but right before we got there is when I launched Mindset and the way the way um, I got a little carried away at the end there, but the way that it came about was because when I was in Scottsdale and I was trying all these different businesses and forex and real estate and Instagram mm-hmm. and credit and Airbnb and you name it, um, I was just going after all the stuff that I saw other people doing, right? Because that's what you do in this in the star. You don't you don't know what the hell you're doing, and and when you start, you just kind of like you 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 watch, you observe, you see. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay, um, uh, let me try too. Cause I see some guys winning with that. So why not let me do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing and where that can be lucrative for some people and, and rewarding. It's, it, I'm just such a, I'm such an artistic person in my own, in my own creativity that, you know, I, it's hard for me to adapt to what I see other people doing if it's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I realized that and I went, shit, man, I really got to stop trying to just chase the money right now. Um, you know, cause there, there, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. You could get rich, but if you still don't enjoy it at the end of the day, it's going to catch up to you eventually, you know, money only gets you so far. And I'm not saying to, to, to not strive to be better and not strive to, to provide yourself with a, with a great source of income. Right. Obviously you got to do that. Um, it's your responsibility. If you're, it, it, that's your your success is your responsibility, but make sure you somewhat enjoy what you're doing. And so that hit me really hard. And, and, um, I started posting the motivational content about a year ago, um, in October last year. And that's how it kind of came about is I started really do, I started doing that. I started enjoying it. And within like a few weeks, I got a DM from this girl who, uh, who was the team leader of a, you ever heard of Monet? They do like hair and skin products and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. So, so she it's was an MLM team. company, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Network marketing company, Monet, she was a team leader, um, for, for a big group of girls. And she said, Hey, I love your content. I would love to have you on like a Facebook live or a group call or whatever, zoom call, come motivate my girls, get them hyped up, whatever. I said, yeah, sure. And that was like the first time I ever got invited to do something like that. I thought it would be like 10, 20 girls tops. It was like 60 or 70 people on the call. And I was like, Holy shit, this is a real deal. Um, And I, and I got on and, and to me at the time, that was like huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, holy, this is amazing. Right. I I felt like Tony Robbins, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I was like, this is incredible. And so I got on that and I did it. And afterwards I got a ton of feedback, you know, I had a a bunch of the girls reaching out to me on Instagram, thanking me afterwards, you know, Hey, that was awesome. Thank you so much. I'm, you know, that was great. Like sales experience, motivational stuff, yada, yada, yada. And that night is when I went home and I had this big revelation of like, I really got to do something with this because this is what my heart is calling me to do. I love the motivation speaking, all that stuff. And the next day is when I started formulating the ideas for mindset. So it actually started out as like a program more than a movement. So I, I started building this course and I just filmed myself with a big notepad easel, um, writing about different topics, talking about how to overcome, you know, personal struggles with, with your friends and family, social standards, positivity, motivation, and perseverance, pursuing your passion, your purpose, all that kind of stuff. And I made it into like this little course. Um, and I created like a telegram community chat, did some, uh, live calls every week. And that was how mindset started started. Um, and, uh, that was the birth of it. And we launched that on January 1st, the new year this year. And, um, yeah, I did that for a few months and then, um, I was still traveling this whole year. It was a crazy year. We can get into that later if you want, but, um, I made a I made another program called Mindset Shift, and then I started doing like mentorships. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for a couple of months and just realized it wasn't where I wanted the movement to go. So the past few months, I actually had to pull it back and kind of refocus on the back end because I was just so gung ho with moving forward that I realized I didn't have enough of a foundation on the back end. So for those of you that are looking to start your own business and looking to create a movement of some sort and looking to um you know build a build a legacy focus so hard on the back end and the foundation before you start diving into sales and money because i guarantee you if you build that strong foundation from the start, it will it will be so much more lucrative. It will run smoothly, and it will provide you longevity over that immediate income right off the bat. And that was where I went wrong. And so, um, yeah, man. Right now, it's it's weird. People ask me what's going on with mindset, and I wish I had more to talk about right now. It's not it's not over. Like I said, I mean, I stamped it on my chest. So so it's it's my it's my long game. But um, right now, what my graphics designer and I are working on is creating a whole new um, type of like content for it. We're getting the Instagram page built up. Um, I'm having a, a, a website built for it, but I have to get all the, uh, I have to claim the the Instagram username at Mindset. I have to claim the website because it's already taken someone. So that's been like my big, I've been like battling for those two things recently. And once I have them, then we're going to go back into it. I'm going to start getting some merch made. But yeah, man, the the movement is all about teaching other people to, live the lives that they truly want to live without them being influenced by judgments and the opinions of others. And that was where I got the idea because I was being influenced by what everyone else was doing. And I finally said, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do, even though it's probably not going to make as much money at first, but I'm going to be happy doing it because it's what I love to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's it, man.
1: Right. So bottom line, you know, fast, fast forward back, right. You made a decision. You said, I didn't want to fucking work for anybody. Um, and that was one of your, that was one of your motivators, right? That was actually one of my motivators, by the way. That
0: was the one that was the ultimate yeah. Yeah. Ever, yeah. at first, you know, yeah. it changes over time, but yeah, that was yeah. the, that was the spark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you do it right. Yeah. And then you're like, wow. Cause I, I mean, there was a point in my life, you know, right out of college where, uh, you know, I helped start a company, but I was always, you know, kind of in the office and kind of abide by everybody else's rules. I was like, this fucking blows, you know? (laughs)
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know? Um, and and so I was like, I'd rather freaking do, I'll do whatever it takes to never have to do that again. Um, and then two, um, you know, you, you put out a bunch of content, right. And you put out some good energy and people found you that way. Uh, that's a good lesson for people that are watching, right. You never know who's watching because a lot of people are, but they just don't engage with your content
0: that's the that's that's the the top page like you said
1: dude all it took was one (laughs) fucking person to just reach out and and like she was a girl who had a team of 70 people or however many it was right um and so that changed the game for you you said
0: right so you know if that if that if she didn't if she didn't reach out to me that night i honestly don't know if mindset would have ever been been created i really don't uh, and and that's that's the crazy truth man and you're so right you're so right eric it's it's like you know people get caught up in the in the viral game right well like i, got, I gotta go viral i gotta go viral and then mm-hmm. they get caught up in the likes and the views right oh i only got this many likes this many views you know i got you got so many people who, who post stuff and it doesn't do well and they delete it and, and it's just like you know it, i mean I mean instagram's fucking tough right and obviously Instagram is the platform that I used For to sure. to to that that's what i use to to bring in my income that's what I used to leverage my brand but um you know, it, it, social media in general, it's, it's tough, right? Because you, you do, you put all this time and effort into it when you're creating quality content. Um, and it doesn't, the the harsh reality is it doesn't do shit at first. And that's the majority of people, you know, unless you go viral, which, you know, that's, it's, one in a million odds. I mean, TikTok is a little different, right? You can, you can go viral quick, but just because a video goes viral on TikTok, I know plenty of people that go that go viral on TikTok doesn't doesn't do anything for you unless you unless you keep going. You know what I mean? I had a video go go viral, got like nine hundred thousand views, right? Pretty good, but fucking, I haven't done anything with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just you just have to you have to build an arsenal, right? And I always tell people like your social media is like your resume, it's like your your business card. You got to keep it looking college degree, dude. Huh? I
1: said said it's the new college degree.
0: Like that's what it is, man. Yeah, Yeah. like
1: college doesn't mean shit. Like everybody that I've met is from social media, essentially, like through Instagram. I'm so I'm grateful for that platform, dude, (laughs) because I've come across so many people like you that I've met through there just from putting out content. Literally, that's what it's coming from, you know. And then you find so many different opportunities. But that that type of opportunity wasn't available, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago.
0: Not at all, not at all. And and yeah, it just takes one man. It just takes one person, you know, Mm -hmm. not one person. Gives you an opportunity, and then it leads you to someone else, and it's just a spider web, you know. And and like that call, because um, I help a lot of people as well, not just with mindset stuff, but with social media marketing and brand growth, and and you know, building their just building their overall image. Um, I, I gained several clients, um, not even just right away, but I but but um, girls who were on that call, I had some of them join my mindset community. I had some of them do do brand growth with me. I had some of them. Mm-hmm do a mentorship with me like and and it within none of not all of them were like that first week like some of them i even gained as clients like you know almost a year later it's Mm -hmm. just it's just crazy what one little opportunity can do for you um -hmm. in in the long run
1: no doubt so you have a you have a, a mastermind group right and then you also do you also show people how to grow their brands that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: so I, so I have the community chat. It's on Telegram. Um, and I, and it was at first for anyone who bought the original program um, that I made and launched in January 1st. Um, and I think I'm just going to make it public at this point. I have a Facebook group for it too. Um, and then the the last step is really getting the Instagram and the, and the, and the website for it. And then once I do, um, we're going to go really, really gung ho with it. And, uh, but yeah, I just, I want it to just be right now. It's just kind of like a movement, man. You know, like, like I said, that's my, my mission statement is teaching people how to live the lives. They truly want to live without them being influenced by judgments or the opinions of others. And that's what I want. I want people to understand, like, look, dude, you, you if you have anything in mind, fucking go for it because the the reality is you're going to die. Your heart's gonna stop. We don't know when that day is gonna be, but when it does, if you didn't spend that time before it doing something that made you happy, then fuck. What's the point? Mm. So it's like that was really what hit me hard. You know, when I when I finally got out of my job and realized, man, like this is just not the way I want to live. You know, four years working at a gym with crazy hours. Um, tons of responsibility. I mean, it's, it's not working at a gym. Working for LA fitness is not like a breeze. I mean, it's, it's like cutthroat sales. I was selling personal training. Um, and it's management. I had to hire, I had to train the employees. I had to manage the trainers. I had to do all this stuff. And it's, it was just, it was so much work. Mm -hmm. I felt, I felt like I was doing, you know, $500,000 of work. And I was making 70K, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, I was like, this is not the way to live. You know what I mean? And that was not what motivated me. And that's what I want to do for other people, because I know they're, I mean, you know, I know, we all know that majority of people in the world, the 99%, right? Not the 1% um, are doing something that they don't really want to do. And, mm-hmm. and the scary part is a large portion of those people don't even realize that they don't want to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of them that, that don't. You know, you've seen the statistics, right? X, yeah, X, X percent of people have reportedly said that they don't like their job or whatever, right? Yeah, there's plenty of people but there's a lot of people too that are like, I love my job and they, they don't they don't do it. They don't love yeah. it. You know, they just they just they get they get some You're cool title. Yeah. Just right. they, 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 I, I love all. I love all these. Uh, yeah, I, I love these corporations that that give their uh, give their employees these big titles. You know, a, a executive account manager of operations, and they're making like sixty k. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, what? You're, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's make them feel special. Exactly. No, it's, it's fucked up, but it's, that's really what it is. You know, they give them this cool title and they, and that way they can go talk to their friends and family and say, Oh yeah, I'm the new account executive operations manager of district. You know, it's like, what? well,
1: I mean, people are easily brainwashed too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And manipulated. I mean, just look at what's going on in the world right now. Right. With the whole, I mean, I'm not political or anything, but everything, I mean, we're getting lied to constantly by the news. Right. It's all a bunch of bullshit but people are manipulated and they're brainwashed easily. You know what I mean? So that's, that was my point I was trying to make. So same concept as, you know, these companies trying to, you know, make their, they're, they're really, you know, just, and they don't, their employees don't like what they're doing, but they don't know it. Right. Like you said, they're in the same habit of doing it every single day. You know what I mean? true, brother. But bottom line is, you know, if you don't like it, right. Uh, The last guy I had on this podcast said majority of people, this is one of the, one of the best things I've ever heard about, you know, people just not living up to their potential or not doing what they want to do. Right. To your point, they're like following their passion with people. Most people are just living in the dark. You know, they're just not, they don't really know what they want to do. And that's why 1% controls the wealth of the world is because they, you know, they're the only ones who can see the light. They can, they have the vision. It's clear. It's clear to them. Right. And they're able to attack it every single day and they won't quit until they get it. Um, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, failures just can't keep up with persistence. If you persist enough over time and if you're just ruthless about just making this shit happen.
0: That's all it takes. Consistency out the ass, man. You have to. You have to. Yeah, have to we all know it's it's all it's all cliche stuff but it's but it's like true man and this is what the world needs more of because I feel like too a lot of people hear a lot of this kind of I mean there's so much you know mindset motivation stuff like that um you know guys trying to be the next Gary V and Tony Robbins and and it's and it's great and and like but but it's fucking crazy because you got all these sources to all this stuff yet no one like or not no one but yet there's so many people that just like don't really pay any mind to it and they ignore the easy cliches that you should be able to adapt to and and let sink in you know like yeah dude it really is a, a, a timeline of like if you don't stop you'll reach a finish line there's a finish line to every single part of your life before the next race and as long as you continuously move forward you might not be able to see where that finish line is but you're damn well going to reach it if you don't stop tortoise mm-hmm. in the hair you know what i'm saying it might take you forever someone might be cruising there way before you but as long as you don't stop you're going to hit that finish line eventually and that's that's mm-hmm. all that's that's how i motivate myself is like sometimes i i, cause I i'll do i'm not perfect yeah and i'm i'm the mindset motivation guy and i still get in my head every now and again but i just i immediately shut it off by like telling myself look dude your 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 finish line is where it's at. You can't you can't you can't uproot it and move it. It's already planted in the ground. So just keep fucking going until you get there and you'll be okay. And that's it. That's all it is. Different everybody's at different places and, and or going going different places at different paces. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the that's the truth of the matter.
1: No doubt. Yeah. And just never quitting, right? I mean never quit until you until you get there, like you said. Um what would you say is the one thing or maybe like a um maybe an event that happened right that you haven't described or or somebody like a mentor in your life that's drastically changed the way that you've been able to transform you know the, the way that your business is going now
0: um I mean, I've, man, I've met so many people along this journey um, that have all had a very significant impact in my life, which I'm I'm super grateful for, super blessed for, man. My, uh, yeah, my Rolodex of of connections is just massive right now compared to what it was a year ago. You know, a year ago, I felt like I knew no one except the people in my hometown, and now I feel like I just, I have... Like, like if you name anything, I could, I could get you a person for it. That's like where I'm at. It's awesome um, because I know that I can get whatever I need, but also it's just, it's just, you know, I always have support. I always have good people. And I don't want to say any one person because it's, it's true, man. Like I I really have a lot of good people in my network right now Um, um, and people that I can go to for stuff. And, and, and it's, and it's great because, you know, even some of the people that I've gone to for help, they've come to me. For help with, uh, with other things as well. And it's kind of like, you know, when you get in this, when you get in this game, the entrepreneur game, the entrepreneur world, um, you're going to meet a lot of people. And some of them are going to be good, but some of them are going to be bad, right? And you're going to meet some of these bad people. And the way that you react to these, to these people that are, are not maybe the, the best quality human beings, maybe they do a little bit of bad business, you might even get scammed who knows, right? It's all part of the journey, but the way that you react after meeting these people is what's going to pave the way for the next person that comes into your life. Because the, the, what I believe in is that, and, and what I've experienced, and this is why I believe in it because it's actually happened to me several times is the wrong people always lead you to the right people every single time.
1: Oh, I love that. That's true.
0: Every single time, dude. And, 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 and it sucks to see a lot of individuals who meet the wrong people and let it destroy them and they mm-hmm. shut their path off to anyone else that's trying to get on it. Right. All right, all right. I, I put out a video on my Instagram. If you scroll down, it's it's still there. This was this was in the beginning of the year, back in, I don't know, January, February. Um, because I actually had someone who's in my community reach out to me talking about they're, they're afraid to meet new people because they keep getting screwed over by, by people and this and that. And I made a video of it. And, I, and essentially the video is like, look, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about, I got to make my circle small, 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 where, where there's truth in that. There's also a flaw because if you make, if you keep your circle so small and you don't allow anyone in it, you may, you might be missing a ton of opportunities, right? I, I personally think allow your circle. There's two circles. The first one is the intro is the introductory circle, right? Allow your, your introductory circle to be as big as you can allow everyone to come in there, right? Look at it like a dartboard. You know, you got a bullseye and then you got everything around it. Let everyone come into that circle around it and the ones who are good and you can tell are good and are quality people and are in your best interest and are not just trying to use you, not trying to walk all over you, not being negative, not being toxic allow them into the bullseye, the middle, right? Because those are the ones that are here to stay. Those are the ones that you can keep as lifelong friends. And I've met a, a great handful of people um, that are in my in my center, in my bullseye right now. Um, and, and essentially, I've, I've never even met them in person. They're all Instagram buddies, right? But if you keep your circle so small that you never allow anyone in, dude, that one person, remember, just like we were talking about, it takes one person to completely alter your life And, and, and if you shut your circle off to everyone, that one person might, might bounce off and go the other direction. And you just lost a massive opportunity, allow the wrong people to come into your life until they do you wrong and keep your eyes peeled because there's going to be the right person following them very shortly afterwards. That is, that is how it works, man. Like, and I, and I have so many so many instances like that like that that have happened this year where like i've i met the wrong person and i thought i was like oh this this sucks you know i'm getting screwed over whatever but it led me to the right person i i was a perfect example one of my really good friends now um I, 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 he's he's a great person um has brought me a ton of business was actually we got we got involved in a, in a deal that went horribly wrong um, neither of our our faults but it was the it was the seed of it um, who basically basically we got we got scammed together not knowing each other by another person um, and it was a whole debacle and there was another person there was a third party in between us as well so it was four it was four parties total <laughs> the the scammer me the person and then my my now friend and it was like this huge thing. Like they were charging back on PayPal. They were charging back on me on PayPal. It was like it was like twelve thousand dollars was being tossed around, and it was just a, a whole mess. I kept calm. I handled it. I I, I kept everyone positive, and uh, and I ended up losing like five thousand out of that uh, out of pocket, five grand. Right? Which it's not the end of the world. It's not fifty grand. It's not five hundred grand. But you don't want to lose five thousand dollars. And I ended up talking to this this guy who was the who was the the one that started the whole you know chargeback process and said look man you know this whole thing went wrong but let's let's chat about it one of one of my closest friends now love the guy he's brought me so much business i've made that 5 grand back from him and more within within 2 months it's cr- and it's crazy how that works but once again the wrong people led me to, to the to right that. to the right person man yeah so so just don't don't close everyone off Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a give give everyone the benefit of the doubt until you have a reason to to doubt. You know what I'm saying? For sure.
1: Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences like that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, where you think that you're in the situation like, man, this is the greatest situation. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you boom! You're like son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. And then the next opportunity you get, you know, could be good, could be the same thing. But right. like you said, you give everybody the benefit of the doubt until um until you know you've, you get a clue that it's not the right situation or that it is and uh, but bottom line is you have faith and you and you have confidence in yourself that you're going to you're going to uh be successful no matter what you know what i mean and that you you don't have to rely on anybody uh people are just there to you know help maybe expedite um maybe learn you know there's always uh things to take away from those types of situations and too. do it
0: with the right intentions don't don't walk on people you know don't <clears throat> Here's here's a here's a good virtue for for you and and your listeners. I I actually learned this from someone this year mm-hmm. and it really made a significant impact on me. <clears throat> but do not ever step on people to get higher, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lift those people up first because if it's the right person, if you lift the right person up, they're going to reach down and pull you up with them. Yep. That's how you want to live life. That is how you practice good karma mm-hmm. and you always will receive it, right? In return. That's because if, you, if, you're, if, you're always, if you're always using people as stepping stones to get higher, you'll get high up really quick, right? But mm-hmm. it's gonna come back to bite you because now you got no foundation because everyone realizes that you just fucking stepped on them to get yeah. higher. Yeah. Those stepping stones are gonna put on their boots and walk away. Now you got nothing to fall back on, right? You want to you want to build relationships along this journey. So mm-hmm. don't just don't just step on people to get higher. Lift them up first; they'll pull you up with them. Now you got a whole you got a whole force field of 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 help along the way. Mm-hmm. That's a fact.
1: I love it, man. I wish we could keep going, dude. I got a call here in a few minutes. Yeah, You're
0: good. So do I. <laughs> I,
1: appreciate you, I appreciate you jumping on, dude. It's been a blast. If you guys want to go ahead, and follow Polly Long. It's at Polly Long on Instagram
0: um he's P-A-U-L-Y-L-O-N-G. yeah reach out guys shoot That's, me many time.
1: yep absolutely paul it's been a pleasure thanks for watching another episode of high energy ballers go ahead and rate subscribe and share and we will see you later peace
0: this is the high energy ballers podcast with eric de subscribe on your favorite platform and as always bring the energy